0: All right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy, Jerry G. Officially my first podcast of 2024, dog. As you know, last episode, even though it dropped on January 1st, I recorded on Saturday, December 30th, right before my trip to Mexico. And uh, so, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Today is Monday, January 8th. 2024, Dougie, and I hope you guys have had a great week so far. And what a week it's been, right? Holy smokes. Lots going on. Lots to talk about. Uh, Shit, let's start off with Mr. Cat Williams, dog. We have to start with Mr. Cat Williams. Uh, First of all, I'm a big fan of that guy. Always have been. Always. I've studied that guy. I heart Cat Williams, bro. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've actually got i see, I've never met him. I've never met him. I've never worked with him. Uh, so that's why my name was not brought up during, during his crazy rant. Uh, but um, it's the, I got to see him a long time ago, right before I was a comedian. I uh, had to be, man, so I started comedy in 2009. So I had to be around 05, 06. But I, I saw him at the Gibson Amphitheater in Universal. It's no longer around. Uh, but there used to be a lot of concerts and, uh, I also went to see, well, actually, uh, Jeff Garcia, when I was with him already, obviously as a comedian already, when I was hanging out with him, Jeff performed at one of big boys, like, you know, comedy shows where it was, um, I remember it was Jeff Garcia, it was Gabriel Iglesias, Joey Coy, Kevin Hart, uh, Damn, who else was on that, man? It was a bunch of people on that show, dude. So I I got to hang out backstage. And they had like a tent where everybody hung out. And that's when I first saw how comics beef with each other, dude. Comics don't get along. A lot of these big name comedians do not get along. I had no idea. That was my first experience of that. Uh, Seeing it, witnessing comics not getting along, uh at that time that had to be like 2011 when i was hanging out backstage of the i forgot the name of that comedy slam comedy jam something comedy with big boy they used to put on and i got to meet big boy and i remember like jeff didn't get along a lot like he didn't get along with obviously with gabriel iglesias he didn't get along with joy coy like i was like fanning out bro like i was fanning out with these guys and he wouldn't let me go up to them, dog. I was like, bro, I want to take a picture with Gabriel. Oh, I want to take a picture with Joe Coy. He's like, nah, not nah, that. You can't, you can't, bro. Don't, don't, don't talk to them. No, nope, nope. Kind of shit. And I was like, but why? And it turns out that other comics don't get along with other people too. I mean, Kevin Hart was like beefing with somebody else. I forgot what other black comic was there. It wasn't Cat Williams. Might have been like I don't, I can't remember who it was. But there was other black comedians there as well chappelle was not there it was not chappelle but anyways um it was a crazy dog backstage gibson amphitheater it was pretty cool hanging out i did get i sneak i did sneak a picture with Joe coy uh got to take a picture with him uh but uh who else was there i'm trying to remember who else was there man my memory is like messing me up but there was a lot of big names like eight names big comedians and it was awesome it was crazy 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 time crazy night but I also got to see Cat Williams himself at the Gibson Amphitheater. I went with my wifey at the time. And, oh man, dude, I just, I don't know exactly. He had like three openers, right? And they were all female openers. I believe uh, Leslie Jones was one of the openers. And there was two other female African-American comedians. All, everybody was African-American. Everybody was black. And let me tell you about, first of all, I don't know if you guys know this about that. It's a running joke. I, I just play a lot. I, I, I run with this joke that I'm not a fan of women comedians, right? I like, I. It's, this is between friends, right? With my homies. I talk, I like to talk shit. I like to talk shit. And I, I, American wannabes, I you know, do this a lot. Play, play the part that, I appreciate women are not funny. peach women. Guys, of course, it's, I'm half joking. Half joking. Uh, I'm joking, basically. I'm trying. I'm setting that up because what I'm trying to tell you is that those three lady comedians I saw go up before Cat Williams, man, they were amazing, super, super funny, bro. I remember these three lady comedians went up before Cat Williams, man, and I was laughing my ass off. And I remember one after the other, after the other, after the other. And then after the third female comedian, kind of like the Gabriel Glasses thing, uh, after the three openers, there's an intermission. And I remember after that intermission, during that intermission, during that intermission, I was like, "Man, those ladies killed it, fool! Fucking killed it!" And Cat Williams hasn't even gotten up yet, bro. I thought I had already gotten like my money's worth. What I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying, I'm trying to compliment you, ladies, man. That there are funny females out there somewhere, somewhere. All right, and uh, yeah, bro. Then Cat Williams goes up there, man. And, I mean, he just destroys, bro. Like, one of the funniest fucking shows I've ever been a part of, fool. Like, the way he just, like, delivers and does. Oh, my goodness. Everything about that guy, I thought was hilarious, fool. And uh, amazing. It was just an amazing time. At that time, that was was before me being a comedian. So, man, as a fan. So, I'm watching this at 100% as a fan, and just so impressed and amazed by this guy's talent, All right? So I'm watching this and I'm like, man, of course I want to be a comedian at this time already. And and this that's the like, same thing with when I used to see George Lopez in the early 2000s, man. He was so funny that it wouldn't motivate me to be a comedian. It would make me want to, like, not even attempt to be a comedian. Seeing George Lopez, George Lopez be so funny and then watching, like, Cat Williams be so funny... And watching all these, basically those guys. I don't know other comedians were like cool, but not like like not like that. But th- watching those guys, well, I was like, I can never do that. I can never be that guy. I can never get that f- big or famous or funny. Why even try? I see when see way, and this was like that time. I was I, that was that guy in my early twenties. I was like, maybe I was just looking for an excuse not to attempt to be a comedian. But I remember watching these guys enjoying them, laughing my ass off. And saying to myself, yeah, I, I, I can never I can never do that, man. Why try? Right? So that was my mentality back then. I remember doing saying that exactly thing with Cat Williams when I left. Cause my girl would all be like, see, you wanna be a comedian? See what you see, you see that? That's a comedian. I'm like, I know. Why why even try then then fuck? You know? And I love Cat Williams, bro. Love him. He he was amazing, for. Um, again, I've never met the guy. I've never worked with him anything like that, so you know it's not like he comes around my feet or anything. Or, or is, he's not one of the guys I think about when I think about who are the top dogs out there. But he really is. He reminds you every once in a while he really is that fucking good. Um, not 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 all his specials are great. He 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 can be tiresome. I can understand that, and he's a little loony and crazy and all that. Yeah, he is. He showed that in that interview. But uh, I will give him respect. The fact that. He came out there just calling out names, bro, like corrupt, calling out shots, fool, calling out names. And, you know, in his own crazy way, he was making sense. And it's true, man. That's how it be. It be like that, bro. Like uh, sometimes a lot of these guys and I he was speaking some of my language. Basically, what I'm was trying to, i trying to say is that I understood what he was saying and where he was coming from and what he was trying to tell us that a lot of these opportunities, man, some people don't deserve, man. And it, and it be like that sometimes better. I'm not bitter about it. I've never been bitter about it because to me it's like it's almost like luck of the draw like sometimes people just get lucky and you gotta run with it if you get lucky, you gotta run with it and you gotta make the best of it and take advantage of those opportunities bro like once you make it like it's on you to fucking continue the success and so you I see a lot of these comedians coming up younger than me and getting blowing up and I'm like, all right, you got your shot, you got the spotlight you got the opportunity, what are you gonna do with it? And then that's when I focus, that's what I focus on. What are you doing with that? So I'm not saying you deserved it, but what are you gonna do with it? And when they take advantage and they do it correctly and they work hard and they write more jokes and they get, keep getting funnier, and, and then I'm like, okay, they see that he deserved this opportunity. All right. Cause I've gotten a lot of opportunities, guys. I've gotten a lot of, I've been very fortunate, very fortunate. That's why I can't like, belittle or look down or talk shit about other people's um luck or opportunities i can't i've gotten those same opportunities dude i've been fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time okay i make money from what i do like i, I wish i was famouser of course i wish i was richer of course of course but then that but i have no one to blame no one but myself nobody nobody's taking money from from my from my bank account nobody's taking food off my table bro no one right and i'm sure there's backstabbing out there and hatred of course that happens dog of course that's part of it okay but i can't i can't just uh pinpoint on those situations i have to just worry about myself and what I can worry, and what I can uh, take care of, okay? Because a lot of comedians do come up to me, uh, bitter comedi- comedians, bitter comedians, mad comics come up to me and ask me, hey, man, how do you feel about this guy be- being so famous right now? How do you feel about that guy blowing up right now? How do, they, how do you feel about that guy selling out? I'm like, bro, he's taking advantage of these opportunities, fool, and he's running with it, bro. Yo, quien soy? Quien soy Yo to like look down on that, bro. There's none. Nothing. If I'm not where he's at, it's because I didn't take full uh, full advantage of the opportunities I've gotten or I still have more work to do, right? And there's some certain things that I'm not willing to do that other people are. That's the other thing. There's some things that I'm not willing to do that other people are and that's okay. That's okay. You know? So... At the end of the day, bro, I, I love where I'm at. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. You know, I. Yo, I, like, gracias a Dios for everything I have. I, I really do. Like, I I don't know my way. I really don't. I really. It, it's it's hard to explain, but there's a lot of bitter people out there. Now, I'm not saying Cat Williams was bitter, but I think Cat Williams just hit a boiling point, and he, there was a forum for him to. Come out and just start talking shit. Maybe that little fucking whiskey they were sipping on kind of hit Damien at the right moment. Whatever it was, he had a lot to say off his chest, and he's in that position to do so, bro. Like he is one of the goats. He is one of the greats. What what you what he says, people should definitely listen. Of course, okay. And again, uh, from all those community named i probably work with a couple of them um not all of them we know a lot of these names right that he said and it, it 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 just be like that unfortunately it is that's that's the that's the business man none of that surprised me right and i'm just like man that sucks i was just like man that sucks oh that sucks oh they don't get along that's fucked up oh that's messed up i was just watching it and of course laughing and enjoying it and i didn't even finish watching it i only watched like half of it i still gotta finish it I only got to like half, literally half. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm going watch the other half later and I haven't got back to it. But the first half was just fires, right? Just shooting, fucking firing, dog. And all cylinders, dog. And if those guys deserve it, then they deserve it, bro. That's that's where I stand. If he's speaking the truth, if he's not lying, then they deserve, they deserve to be called out. That's all it is. So whatever reason they're getting called out for, if it's true, then they deserve to get called out. That's all. Um, what I think will happen now is that a lot more comedians are gonna start calling motherfuckers out a lot okay um, yeah I, I just I, I don't I have nothing to worry about first of all so that's I'm looking forward to what happens next <laughs> Uh, as a young comic yeah bro like it was it, it was in, intense learning from these guys and watching these fools and just watching these guys just kind of hate on each other and attack each other and I wasn't about that life, bro. Like, first of all, I'm not going to fight anybody physically. So if I'm not going to fight anybody physically, then why even start anything? Why start shit? It's not worth it, fool. And, of course, the older I get, man knows. As I get older, even less of of, of me of, a, of any time of fucking trying to fight anybody. And I'm a damn, I'm a whole-ass father of three and in my 40s. Like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't going to be... Unless you're willing to physically fight... Then why go through all this drama, bro? Like, really? That's how. That's how I am, and I'm not. I'm not physically willing to fight anybody. It's not that serious to me, dog. It's not. I, like I just mentioned a few minutes ago, I just worry about me and what I can do to get better. I don't have to. I, I don't worry about anybody else. I get hated on, guys. I do get hated on. People hate on me for any reason, and let them. I, it is what it is. It, it comes with this. You know, the, the old saying is like, if they're not hating on you, it's because they don't give a shit about you or because you're not a threat. If they don't hate you, it's because you're not a threat. And so I, I get hated on, guys. I really do. And it's unfortunate because I don't reciprocate. I don't hate back. I don't. I really don't. Um, I find good in everybody, and they all have reasons for it. And sometimes they're just upset people going through their issues. I got enough good things going on in my life where I have so much to be blessed about, I I still have my both my parents who I love to death, and I'm I'm so fortunate to have them still in my life. Uh, I've got three beautiful kids. I got a a, a girlfriend now. Like I got beautiful brother and sisters who like. I'm very close to. Like, I have a lot of beautiful, beautiful stuff. I got a fucking cat and dog who I love. Like, I, I don't worry about other shit. I don't have time for all that. And I've, and I've, of course, I got my personal friends, my close friends. My, You know, I've, I worry about that, people who really do care. And, um, yeah, I just worry about that and how I can get funnier and on stage. My whole focus is how to get funnier on stage. That's all I worry about, to be honest with you, in this business. With that comes money, of course. And the money is secondary because I need to make a living, right? I need to fucking pay bills. So yeah, money comes with that as well. That is also a concern of mine. How much am I getting making this movie? How much am I getting paid for that spot? Of course. It's my business. My business. Claro. Por eso. But with all all the other drama, and there's a lot of drama, guys. A lot of drama out there. Every day. With a lot of like bickering and fighting and backstabbing and talking shit between latino comics just comics in general and it it gets ugly out there It it is a lot it gets a lot sometimes it's a lot you know and it sucks it sucks because that is the part that is but i also think like i think that's everywhere right that's in every job every job has that i think no matter what you do doctors hate on doctors lawyers hate on lawyers Jenners, hit on Jenners Like I know it happens, bro. Like it doesn't matter what you do. So it's not like it's a surprise. Like oh, why are we arguing? Why are we arguing with each other? Why can't we get along? I stopped worrying about that a long time ago, bro. You know, as long as I don't, I don't, as long as I don't find out that they're actually literally affecting my money or my fucking business, like literally, like saying hey, that guy don't hire him. Then that's when that's another issue, dog. That's def- That's definitely harmful unless you can't affect other people's monies basically is what i'm trying to tell you there's a lot of comedians who i don't get along with that why don't well, basically we don't like they don't like me right and they'll they'll still hit me up like hey what do you think about this guy hell yeah he's funny you hire him he's good whatever i'll never ever ever say bad about anybody ever 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 uh on him in public pues of course when i have a Disagreement or an issue with someone, yeah. There's people I confide in. There's comedians I confide in. Hey man, this was tripping. What the fuck is this problem? What's going on? We're just tra- talking shit, blah, blah blah. And I do talk, you know, I do go to people, certain people that I trust about that stuff, because it be like that, and it sucks for. But other than that, man, sh- yeah. At the end of the day, just take take care of your own, fool. Like in any day of life, bro. I'm I'm too grown for that. But what, what, what Cat Williams did is, I, I applaud him. I applaud him for that. As crazy as he fucking sounds to Mr. 3,000 books a year or a day. Uh, again, when he's talking about the actual craft and the business and the joke stealing and the backstabbing and the betrayals and shit like that, and people need to be called out on that, then yes, I'm glad he did that part. I'm glad he did that part for um, because if they deserve to be called out, they deserve to be called out for that's just. And I'm glad he did that. I'm glad he did that. And if anybody else is calling out anybody else, I got a feeling he's gonna open up some floodgates in the coming weeks. Because obviously, not that he needed it, but he got a lot of clout out of this, Mister Cat Williams. His name is in everybody's mouth right now. And I and it's unfortunate a lot of these other a lot of other comedians are gonna feel like, oh wait, maybe it's my time to fucking come out and say some shit so I could get talked about. Yeah, I, I could see that happening in the next few weeks and people's names being thrown in the dirt a few times. It's it's gonna it's gonna happen. It'll happen. So um yeah, I, I think that's was basically gonna go down in the next few weeks or so until this dies out. And uh yeah. That's cool, man. Just found out Tommy Davidson is opening up for Kyle Williams. That's cool. I got to work with Tommy Davidson and he was very nice to me, dude. Very cool guy. Um Yeah, dude. It's cool. Good for him. Yeah, Cat Williams only carries killers openers. And that's another thing. Respect, man. That's something that I don't know if you guys realize. But when he talked about he only has motherfucking funny ass killers opening for him. A- according to what I saw the time I seen him in concert back then, those three ladies, all of each of which, each of which killed that shit. I believe I'm going off based off of that. And that's something a lot of comedians don't do. They don't like to have funny openers. Think about it. Think about it. Why would you want to have a funny opener if you're going on last? Why would you want to have somebody else be funnier than you or as funny, uh, uh, like as funny of you? It was hard, bro. Like even for me, when I was opening, featuring for people, a lot of guys didn't want me to open for them. A lot of comics did not like me opening for them when i was not a headliner yet when i was just a middle opener guy i would be at shows small shows guys you know local shows fundraisers and then they would hire a headliner right to close the show and then they would find out i was the guy going up before before them they were not very happy about that they were not and i i took it i took it as a compliment Right, and I've I've had, I've had motherfuckers like get mad, dude. Like literally, legit get mad. Like, why are you here? Why are you opening? Why are you? You're not even supposed to be opening. Why are you? Fuck. Why you gotta follow you? Who hired you? Why would they? Why would you get this guy? I'm fool. I'm telling you, man. And then I became a headliner, and I just tried myself, man. I had fucking I had his two featuring for me, and that motherfucker. I a lot of people think he's funnier than me, and. I followed him every fucking time. Um, My problem was, my issue with that is only that he's such a high energy guy. I have trouble following high energy guys because they're so high energy and I'm not. And so high energy guys, I have to have trouble. I don't like following. I'll be honest. I don't like following guys who are high energy. Uh, It's not even about the funny. It's about the energy. Like they're just up here. They bring everybody up. They get everybody hyped up, and blah, 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 blah. and then I come up there, like, What's up, bro? What's going on? And then it's like Ugh. I feel like people are just like resting from what happened before, and they're still like catching their breath from all the fucking wow, 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 wow that was going on earlier. So that's the only kind of issue I'd be taking with guys that are hype up to me. Other than that, you could be as funny as you want, doc. Funny as shit. I just have Ralph Barbosa open for me, ladies and gentlemen. Ralphie's called right before me, dog. And he used to fucking kill it, dog. And I'll be like, damn, that kid is funny, huh? God damn, this motherfucker's funny, dude. And people just enjoying him, fucking this 10, 15 minutes, loving him, fool. And then I go up there. But it was fine because he's not high energy. He, it, we kept the same pace. So I just followed his pace. You know, like, oh, he's, he's he's easy pace, I'm easy pace as well. And so forth and so on. That makes sense? Comedy is a crazy game, guys. Comedy is a crazy, crazy, crazy game. And I love it. I love every second. I've missed it. I missed it so much. I haven't been on stage in a couple of weeks because I was on vacation. Tava de vaca allá en Cuerna, vaca, Morelos. I was out there. I got, uh, got to do a little traveling. Got to go see my house. ay, 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 ay. My house. My house that I built the house that laughter built the house that jokes built small little house tiny house humble house <laughs> uh yeah full um uh, got to go there got uh, and uh there it was good i got to spend new years over there New Year's Eve. I landed New Year's Eve, early New Year's Eve. I got the red eye, and yes, I got corrected from people. Thank you for her messages. Red eye man means that you're flying overnight, which causes your eyes to be red in the morning. I I think that's pretty obvious. Thank you very much. Thank you for the clarification. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Literally, that's where the name comes from. Um, but I did take the red eye. Uh, and I landed at 6 o'clock in the morning, Mexico. And then I was, uh, it's like a three-hour drive to the Pueblo. So I got to the Pueblo around 9. Full got to the Pueblo at 9, knocked out. full went straight to sleep. Food and woke up around 1, 2, and it was on, baby. Problem is that we started partying too early in New Year's Eve. Over there? Right, first of all, we're two hours ahead in Mexico, right? So we started partying around 5, which is like 3 o'clock our time here. I'm partying it up. I'm drinking. We're... Because we got a Taquero. We got a fucking a Norteño band. We got a fucking DJ. We went hard, fool. Like, we went hard on our first night there. Taquero got there at 5, so we're eating. We're drinking, fool. And I'm starting with a mezcal, dog. Y valió madre, we. By 5... It was like 9 o'clock, I think it was. I was done, fool. Done! which is like 7 p.m. our time. I'm done, bro. PEDO. PEDO. Drunk as fuck. Literally, bro. I threw up. Pitó la madre, güey. Went to bed. I'm fucking everything, Man, my, my, my tías, vete a acostar, que se cuesta un rato para que se despierte antes de las doce. Vete a acostar. I went to bed. And I did. I walked out full. I took two Tylenols, dog. Two 500-milligram Tylenols. Knocked out. I threw up. Took two Tylenols. Drank some water. Bottles full. And laid down. Fucking room was spinning. This is all at 9.30, bro. 9.30, dog. People are checking in on me. este, güey, ya? Ya tan temprano? Ya? Este, güey, no aguanta. Este, güey, no aguanta. No aguanté, güey. I did not hang, bro. I was done so. Knocked out at 9.30, woke up at 11 p.m., right? People were checking in on me every once in a while. My girl checked in. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm fuck, wake me up at 11. Wake, no matter, wake me up at 11 p.m. I'll be good. I'll be good. Sure enough, man, she came back, woke me up at 11 p.m., and I was like a new man. Gracias, adios, way. Those fucking tight they kicked in, bro. They kicked in and they helped. And I got up and I was ready for round two, bro. Oh, I was ready to go. Went back at it, fool. Yeah, everybody's, yeah, he's back. I did El pinche gringo, did Blah, blah. And we started fucking drinking, fucking play some music. They dedicate some fucking songs to me, fool. I'm partying it up, bro. I'm fucking partying it up. Got drunk again, bro. But this time I made it to midnight. Made it to midnight. Made it to like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning before I passed out again, fool. Down again. Down goes Frasier again. And this time I was out for good, dog. After that, I was out, done fool. So like eight, nine o'clock in the morning. All crudo, all beat up the next day. I was all fucked up. And that's how I celebrated my New Year's fool, just all crudo away. And recouping all next day. But it was it was dope, man. Uh after that, like January second, we went out to uh Hidalgo. We drove like four hours. My sister, my brother-in-law, my girl, they're all into the que Pueblos Magicos, right? That we got to go visit Pueblos Magicos. They're like magical towns, right? Magical towns in Mexico. Google that shit. I don't know. There you go. Call back. Google that shit, dog. Apparently, Mexico has like a 100, I want to say like 40-something Pueblos Magicos, like they get they have to get certified to be a pueblo mágico, right? It has to uh you have to comply certain things for it to be a pueblo magico. It has to be like rich in cultural arts, rich in traditions, uh it has to be like has like culinary. yeah, culinary it has specific culinary dishes only that town like it's what it's known for. So it has uh, it has to meet this criteria, right? And a lot, there's 140 something throughout the country of Mexico. So they're all spread out, obviously, right? And you know some of these, some of these are famous. Uh, like Tequila, Jalisco is uh, uh, uh pinche Pueblo Mágico. Uh, let's look some up Pueblo Mágicos in Mexico. A ver, a ver, here we go son 121 pueblos mágicos in mexico 121 okay there's 121 I'm not gonna name them the all obviously uh but let me see uh let me see here estamos okay morelos by the way has one it's called Miacatlán. it's like 30 minutes away from where we stay at uh Miacatlán's beautiful beautiful little country country little uh pueblo uh and they're all very like they're like little magical cities for like it's very pretty. Y'all have their different, like, shit that they're known for. Uh, but let me see here. Estamos in... I went to Huasca de Ocampo, Hidalgo. That's where we went. Huasca de Ocampo, Hidalgo, Mexico. And it was beautiful. They have, like, waterfalls. They have... Uh, they, I, I posted some pictures. We went to a a museum de, de los duendes. Museo de los duendes. An elf museum. People who literally legit believe in elves. Apparently, they have, like, they live there in Hidalgo somewhere, dog, in the forest. Full. But it was very interesting, dog. Uh, Guadalupe, Zacatecas, Guerrero, uh, Coahuila. I'm just going through the list here. Um, see anything that pops out. Jalpan de Serra. Let me see here. It's Malinalco. Did I say Meacatlán? Malinalco is where it's at. Malinalco. Este, let me see here. Mascota. Jalisco, uh, what else, I, uh, let me see here, what else, Pino, Zacatecas, San Pablo, Sayulita, Nayarit, uh, Talpa, De Allende, Jalisco, Tacam, Tacalmar, baro Michoacán, Tapalpa, Jalisco, Taxco, T- Taxco. Tecate, Baja California, Pueblo Mágico, I had no idea. Tecate, Baja California, is a magical city. I didn't know that, and I go there a lot. So, the, so like, the, so this is list. Look it up. One hundred twenty-one places, right? And Tequila Jalisco is right there, yeah. So we want to go check a lot of these places out, fool. Like the the, uh we want to go see what's up. Tulum, Quintana Roo, Tulum, ah, uh, Tlaxco. Big one. So anyways, we want to go check some of these places out, dog. And we found we went to that one. Huasca de Ocampo. And it was like a four-hour drive. And I thought it was worth it, fool. I thought it was worth it. It was pretty. We saw some waterfalls and some it was like all kinds of shit, right? They got. And it was dope. I liked it. We did our thing. Went to Cuernavaca. Went to the city. Went to the mall, bro. I actually went to M H&M in Mexico. Did some dope little shopping there. Had a head of Fire 21, a Zara. It was dope, fool. Uh, the reason I went there, because we had to go to a Baltizo and I had run out of clothes already. I didn't have any clean clothes, fool. And we had no time to wash anywhere. So I'm like, hey, we're in Cuernavaca Is there like, I don't want to go to a mercado or a swap meet or some shit, a flea market out here. Can I go to like a legit place and do some real shopping for the night, for the party? There's a party. I have to go to Baltizo. And so, we're like, yeah, there's a mall. Fool, we can take it to the mall. Like, fucking the mall mall. Like, yeah, bro. Like, real stores, like American stores. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So, we went there, se llama La Galeria in Cuernavaca, and, and got to do some shopping. That was fun. And, uh, hell yeah, fool, just went back. Then went to the Baltizo, got otra peda that way. A Baltizo on a Wednesday, dog. Oh, my goodness, bro. Because people are also on break over there, too. There's also on Christmas break. People aren't breaking to Los Reyes Magos, which was this weekend, bro, basically. So there was a Batista on a Wednesday, my cousin. And so we went hard there, too. And we fucking partied it up like a motherfucker. Otra peda, we... Oh, me vente como tres buenas pedas, good three drunks. And that's why I didn't, I didn't post that much. I didn't... I, I tried to put shit fun stuff on my story. But other than that, bro, I was either recovering or then I didn't have no service... Or I was just out of it, dog, tired, full, mal cogido, way It was bad, it was, you know, a little bit of everything, dude. So, but I love it out there, man. Five days, that's all I spent, five days. From the 31st to the 5th, six days, six days. And uh, it was awesome, bro. Con el pinche El Puente, wey, and the TJ, full. it was all good. All good. So, let me tell you a little bit real quick about this Duendes Museum that I went. El Museo de Duendes. Look it up. Like, Google that shit, dog. It's very interesting. I've never heard of this place. It was just a place that happened to be there. We didn't plan on going there. We just happened to be there. They recommended it to us. Hey, I was like, you should go check it out. And we were all kind of hesitant, like, of elves music. Gnome. Gnome is basically the main... It's gnome, elves, and fairies. All three. Gnomes, elves, and fairies. They call them duendes, right? And so... I was like, whatever about it. I was like, I guess. I don't obviously I don't believe in that shit, but I guess. But we went, right? And uh dog, not that I believe fool, but there were some really interesting stuff going on there. Um first of all they tell you the whole story of this Duendes, they you know what they do, what they're known for, they they make they make wishes, like, whatever, right? they and they, there's good duendes, there's bad duendes, there's, they're, they're mischievous, they're, trouble, they're troublemakers, shit like that. But they also can take care of you and provide wisdom, You can la chingada, right? And one of the things... So first, when you walk in and they give you the whole, like... Uh, some of the speaker goes up there and talks about the whole place and what it is and what it's like and blah, 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 right? One of the stories he shares is that elves tend to braid... Horses' tails and horses' hair their head they tend to do that that's one of their things and that they all and also ladies women's uh hair that they like to get and 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 braid fucking hairs right so we're listening to this and you're like yeah 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 whatever for whatever dog they shot they got slides they got pictures stuff so on and so on you're like yeah 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 whatever dog. I'm we're all deep. I got a niece who's 16 years old, right? She has long hair. And we're walking throughout the throughout the the, the museum and she puts money in this one elf thing cuz there's a different elves and then every elf has like what they do, what their strengths are what if you, if you si le das una ofrenda, if you give them an offering change they, they can do this for you right they can help you with your job, they can help you with your love, they can help you with money, they can help you with sex, whatever the fuck right there's different things right, and so like she put money in this one elf, whatever dog this girl, this little pretty little Tinkerbell looking elf. And she's walking around, and sure enough, fool, I noticed at first. I'm like, hey, dude, look at you. Have you seen your hair? Did you do that to your hair? She's like, like, what? what?" And she put her hair, her fingers through her hair, and it was all tangled up, like half-braided, fool. And it was like tangled up, bro. And we are all started tripping out, like, whoa, like, what the fuck? Did you do that, Daisy? Like, no, I didn't do that shit. What's wrong with my hair? What's going on? What happened? We're all tripping out my sister, my brother-in-law, my cousins. are all like, "What? Mira tu pelo, mira." No way. Her, pair, her, her hair is braided. I took a fucking picture of his. If you want to... I'll send you the picture if you DM me, bro. I'll send you the picture. You tell me. You tell me. Her hair was straight. Straight as me. All right? Well, that's not that straight. Straight as a heterosexual person, fool. That's how straight it was. And it wasn't anymore. It It was tangled. Her hair was tangled. Like a braid. Like it was wanting it to be a braid, so that little everyone starts tripping now. Like what the heck was going on, dude? They're like, also if you take pic, if you take a picture right here, you will see a beam of light, and it's broad daylight. It's outside, compa. It's all light. There's no lighting effects sir. There's no. They're like, if you take a picture right here, a lot of times they they don't say every time, but a lot of times you can see like a sparkle. From the elves, like the out, al- like a like a fairy sparkling in your picture. Took a picture. Goddamn sparkle was in the picture, fool! In broad daylight, no shadows, no sun, no lighting, no spotlights. A goddamn, sp- like a like a fucking fairy looking light in your picture. How? How? Right? Yes. Then the other one that got me. The other one that got me. So you're walking around, right? You're walking around and all these damn elves are rich with offerings on them. Coins, bills, all over them, bro. And I don't have cigarettes also. They put cigarettes on them for people who want to quit smoking. Okay? Or it also could just be uh, an offering to the the elf. Here's a cigarette. Instead of money, I can give you a cigarette. But a lot of times people will pull them for, for, to quit smoking. So a lot of these fucking houses got cigarettes on them and coins and bills, right? And so these bills are unfamiliar to me. They're from other countries, right? There's Chinese, Brazilian, Canadian. There's uh, European bills, all right? Central American, South American bills that I've never seen before. So in una de esas, billete, I saw a bill that I was unfamiliar with. And I pulled it out. And I grabbed it. And I looked at it. And when I grabbed it and I looked at it, the 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 light bulb above that elf started flickering, bro. It started turning on and off, turning on and off until I put the bill back, fool. When I put the bill back, the lights stayed on. What the fuck? I mean, I was like, "What the hell is going on here, dude?" Um, it was something to really observe. Um, even Nicolas, I'm just right. Nicolas is here. All right, hold on, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, he needed my AirPods. Yeah, bro, this guy's still on vacation till Wednesday too. Ugh, killing me, dog. killing me. But yeah, that was trip, bro. Like, it was three instances that they didn't make me believe. I st- dude, there was, like, one, there was a, uh, supposedly they had a carcass, uh, a, a, a carcass of an elf, of a dead duende. It looked like an abortion, dude. Chipotle, they found it in the forest, dog, and it was, like, smashful, right? Like, it was, like, run over or something, dog, and I got the picture, too, for you, you guys want to see the picture? I'll send you the picture, dog. Uh, I tell, you tell me what it is for. It looks like a little person. Yeah, it's like five inches, like five, six, like a six inch person. Uh it looks almost like I don't want to say, but like, like, like an abortion fool. <laughs> like that's what that was our joke, right? Just don't think fetus, bro, no mama's what. But then again, they've had that shit forever, and it's you know, it's not a fetus, bro. It looks like a, a grown person for like an old person. I don't know. Look, listen, just. That one got me to that. I'm like, all right, no mames. Wait, no mames. Again, I still, I left still a non believer. I'm still a non believer, but weird shit were happening. Weird shit were happening for sure. Um, I mean, elves, really? Gnomes? Really, dog? Gnomes. No mames. Gnome mames. I'm going to call it an episode. Gnome mames. Yeah, anyways, but that was not know it was fun, fool. Uh, the whole trip was cool, dude. Just got to spend time with family, dog. Got to see the house. We got more work to do ahead of us in the house. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to, not looking forward to spending more money on this fucking house, but we got to do, I got to work in the front yard, a driveway. I need a, uh, a pinch of fence, a barca, a muro, a fucking entry fence, a pretty one. The one we got is all broken down and beat up. So that's next. So there's a lot of little shit, dog. And uh, teja bricks for the top of the house for the roof. Uh, for some reason they didn't do that. I don't know why. I don't remember saying not to do that, but again, I feel like they just want to charge extra, even though I, I paid for it before. I said, "Hey, ¿qué pasó con la teja, güey? No haber teja. Pues no me de la teja, no nada de teja." I'm like, bro, really? How can you not put teja on the fucking? It's just like like a flat roof, dog. I guess whatever. But apparently I was not. Uh, and then not communicate well enough. All right, that was dope. Love Mexico, glad to be back. Glad to be back. I miss you, motherfuckers, dog. All right? All right, I'm going to wrap it up right here, fool. Uh, let me see. Uh, I, I, I got to look. go through my nose for more questions. in La chingada that way. But I appreciate all you. I do have a question here. Let me see here. I do have a question I did pull up earlier. Let me um, see so if I can find it real quick. But I got. I do have shows coming up. Uh, I do have let me see. I do, I do have shows coming up next weekend. We're gonna be in Florida, guys. Me and Concrete coming out to Florida Tuesday, January 16th, Orlando, Wednesday, Tampa, Florida, January 17th, and then January 18th, Miami, Florida. Then Friday, we're off. Then Saturday, we go to Houston, Pasadena, Texas, to be exact. Houston, Pasadena, Texas. I forgot the name of the place, dog, but we'll be there. You know where it's at, guys. If you know Pasadena, Texas, you know where it'll be at. Or hit me up. Uh, It's also on my link, tree. You can find it there. And then Sunday, we're going to end up the the little tour week in El Paso, my favorite little fucking Texas town. El Paso is my favorite, favorite little Texas town, bro. All right. Um, By the way, uh, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Israel Garcia, who's not doing well. He's battling stage four cancer. He is not doing well at all. I'm going to be sharing some stuff on my social media. His GoFundMe is going on. Uh, You know, I love my boy to death. And he's going through a horrible, horrible situation. A very funny comedian used to open for me, feature for me all over Texas. He's one of the guys who really uh, opened a lot of doors for me out there in Texas, man. And uh, you know what? I haven't really come to terms of where we're at in his life right now and what is about to happen with him. I'm worried. I try not to think about it. And it's stressing me out here and there, of course. Uh, but my boy, I love you. You're always in my thoughts. You're in my prayers. I'm going to share a GoFundMe page, man. And I just ask you guys to donate $1, fool, up to 5 bucks. Wey, lo que puedan, way. Like, la neta, way. Lo que puedan, way. It's not even about that, fool. Just, just reach out and touch the situation, bro. Please, because this guy means so much to me, to me. And it'll mean a lot to please just donate anything, dog. Five bucks for look at the speed away, la neta way. Five bucks for um from each of us, from each listeners. If five dollars from each of my listeners, if each of my listeners donates five dollars, it would mean so much, so much. Trust me, it would add up fast. It'll be like thirty eight dollars, for because you know, GoFundMe charges two dollars, so six of you would donate. Anyways. I love you Israel I love you I know this guy's been a a rock uh, so strong fool and he is running out of options to be honest with you guys all right. I'm trying to keep it light I'm trying to keep it up here fool but my boy I'm loving I love you and I'm always thinking of you alright I'm gonna share the GoFundMe app uh, thing it'll be on this episode link as well and so please check that out alright but I will be in El Paso hopefully I get to see you he's there now that's why he's from El Paso Moved to San Antonio. Was living in San Antonio for a while. Then Chingo picked him up. He was his opener for a while. So he moved to Houston to be closer to Chingo. And then he got sick. Moved back to San Antonio. And then now that things are not looking well at all, he's moved home, home where his parents back into El Paso, dog. So um, I'll be there January 20th, uh, Sunday. I believe that's January 21st or January 20th. I will be there and uh, hopefully I can spend some time with you, compita. All right? Uh, after that, I'll be back in Covina. Headlining uh, Covina, Lab Factory, February 8th through the 10th. That is uh, that is Super Bowl weekend. Okay? Um. Shit, man. I didn't know I was going to get into that with Israel, bro. But So I don't want to get into that question because I think that question was a funny one. And you know what? Let's leave that question up to next week. All right? Uh, but I got shows coming up. And, yeah. and I'm sorry. It threw me off a little bit. Listen, man. Love you, motherfuckers. Last thing I did want to touch on, and I'm sorry, I, I I'm sorry, but listen. Last thing I want to talk about. It was great to see the Golden Globes. I want to talk about a little bit about the Golden Globes, right? Uh, I obviously did not see the whole Golden Globes, but I got to see the clip of Mr. Gabriel Iglesias and Mr. George Lopez together, finally in the same place at the same time on the same stage, sharing that spotlight together was great to see, and this is what we need in art. Latino, comedian, community, compa. Uh, these guys have not seen eye to eye for a very, very long time. So seeing them together is amazing to see and a, a great, great, great thing to see, dude. Okay? That's awesome. Second of all, Joy Koi, who I will be seeing. I'm going I'm to go see. I paid tickets, doc. I paid to go see Joy Koi. February 17th, I'm going to go see him at the forum. All right? My sister's birthday gift. My sister's a huge fan of Joy Koi. I don't know him like that, but uh, I bought, because I didn't know. Obviously, I didn't ask for tickets, but I did buy tickets through Ticketmaster. So my sister, my chick, her husband are going February 17th to go see him. I'm a huge fan of Joy Coy, dog. Huge fan. I've shared some stories about him before. He had a not a great set at the Golden Gloves, and I'll be the first to tell you that. I mean, not the first. I mean, not the only one to tell you this. He had a rough time. He had a rough time, bro. And that going to, that that gig is a very tough gig, bro. I always put myself in those situation in those shoes. Like, what would I say? What would I do? What would I? How would I do these things? Ah, man, I don't see myself doing much things much differently than him, bro. To be honest with you, bro, because that's you, pretty much what you got to do. You got to come out attacking. You got to make fun of fucking the celebrities in the room, and hope they do well. And they didn't. They didn't do too well, bro. I saw the set. I saw the 10 minutes opening monologue. And it was kind of cringe. And I'm sorry to say that. But it was. Because I'm a huge fan of Joy Coy. And I know he's much, much funnier than that. And uh, he had a tough time up there, bro. But we've all been there, fool. As you can see, this is not an easy game. Even for the greats, dog. So, um, Yeah, I felt for him, bro. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you. I felt for him as a comedian. And it was not fun watching him. Uh, struggle through that set, like not cool, man. Because uh, I'm a huge fan, like I said, dude. So, uh, but yeah, bro, we've all been there, dude. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there, and it's not fun, dude. It's not. It's not fun at all. Okay. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I got to see that. I just want to give you guys my little feedback on that. Great to see Gabriel Iglesias and George Lopez together at one time, one spotlight. That was awesome. So we got. We need to. See, we need to see more of that. We need more of that. All right. And uh, once we all combine forces, dog, all the big, big guns. Yes, I say we. Me too. Once we all join forces, dog, we're going to be an unstoppable force, compa. Avenger shit, dog. All right? So um, good to see that, fool. First first step in 2024. Crazy. It's been a crazy, crazy 2024 so far, man. Crazy, dog. So um, hope you guys have a great rest of the year. We'll talk about news resolutions next time. We'll talk about some of these questions that have been sent to me, bro. They keep coming and keep sending them, fool, all right? Keep sending them, dog. Hope to see you at some of my shows, dog. We got, I got a, a Covina Lab Factory. We got Florida. We got Texas. Come check us out, fool. We'll be out there, Concrete and everybody, the whole crew. Come check us out. I'm Jerry Garcia. Have a great rest of the week. i out. <laughs>